welcome to the Growing for Success podcast powered by The Greenhouse, a diverse group of industry experts aligned to help you grow personally and professionally to the next stage. Let's grow. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Growing for Success podcast. Today's going to be a fantastic episode, and I'm joined by Allison, our fantastic director of operations. Allison, how the heck are you doing today? I'm pretty good. How are you? We're doing great. So we're going to talk a little bit about your position here at the Greenhouse, just some of the finer details that might be good for people to know. Coming up here on a new year, a lot of people have different new things coming up. It's good to kind of know some of these detailed things that we're going to talk about. But the first thing I want to know, I'm interested to hear your uh, thoughts on this because I also have initial thoughts on it as well. But coming from a, an established job, coming into something where we knew what it was, but you ultimately didn't have the guardrails to kind of get you going. So how did that kind of work for you? And what was your mindset coming into that? Yes, great question. Obviously, coming from a place where I had a very well-defined uh, job description and a job manual that kind of outlined everything that was expected of me to all of a sudden the greenhouse where it's these are the expectations but we don't really know exactly how you're going to get there you know what what you're going to do what your day-to-day is going to look like that was a little bit uh, exciting and scary at the same time kind of like a roller coaster there's a reason why that's a great analogy that a lot of people use so it's been fun to be able to write that myself but also a little scary because we're all just figuring it out together. It's interesting depending on what company you come into because we're kind of creating a company that I don't know if there's a blueprint to really create one anyway. So we're all using our past experiences and our previous places that we were. How does that kind of help you kind of form this stuff, like bringing the items that you learned from your past experiences? So I try to not say this is how we should do it because this is what I'm used to. I feel like I've done a lot of asking questions of what, what is the end in mind? What's, what's the goal here that we want to achieve before we just decide, yep, we're all in this way or, or that way. One of the the things that I've been working on here recently is I've been trying to connect with others that are director of operations or something similar at other companies across town, um, just to kind of pick their brains a little bit about what their day-to-day looks like and what they're doing. And it's it's made me feel a little bit better and more confident in my role that I'm A, not way off base, and B, that I don't think that there is any set rule or guideline that you need to follow from company to company. So essentially it's okay that we're kind of writing this as we go. I think all of us have our image of what perfection is and like what our job should be. Viewing it from the outside in and looking at other people like, oh, they must have it all figured out. But the more I talk with people, the more you realize (laughs) we're all just figuring out as we go. And there's nothing wrong with that, but that's kind of why we're developing the things we're developing. Mm -hmm. And we're sharing all this stuff as we go along because it's just super helpful. Yes, definitely. I think, uh, as Patrick has said many times, when you put a lot of high performers in one place, it's understandable that we'd want things to be done exactly right the first time, you know, let's figure this out. And I think that puts a lot of pressure on us to to make sure that we're doing things the way that we should be. I definitely was looking for some sort of measuring stick to say, I'm here and I need to get there. And what I found was it's not a measuring stick. It's some other sort of object that I don't even know how to describe where we're all just kind of in it like a melting pot. We're just all doing our own thing and there's no right or wrong. 
if it has a good outcome, we usually like the, the what we're doing, but uh, that's all you can really base it off of. But mm-hmm. speaking of that, you kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier, but the job manuals you're kind of uh, developing right now, what goes into kind of creating those and what do you look for when you're creating that in a position that hasn't been established yet? Yes. So job manuals are kind of an outline or an extension of a job description. Um, so usually when you when you are starting a job or even looking at, at taking a new job, uh, there's some sort of outline saying these are the basic duties, uh, the, the functions that you'll have, the expectations that are being set. So it's it's going more into detail about what what your role is, right? Outlining what what your day-to-day might look like. If you've got month-end reports or weekend reports uh, that you need to run, just kind of going into more detail of what those are, uh, what those systems look like. Essentially what a job manual is, is if somebody ends up having to be gone for an extended period of time, whether it's expected or not expected, you know, if you're planning to be out for parental leave or all of a sudden you've had, you know, a, a major family emergency, then you need to be gone for a couple of weeks. It outlines what your what your job is so that somebody could easily come in and take over for you if they needed to. Kudos to you for not laughing when you said duty there. But kind of going off of those job manuals, sometimes those can be viewed as a little bit of a sticky subject because some people do not enjoy like having those because they don't want other people to be able to take their job easier. But what's the, I know you mentioned some of the benefits, but what are like the really big benefits of having those if you want to create an organization that's free flowing and anyone can pick up and do stuff right away? Yes. So I would say the two biggest benefits of having a job manual is number one, we talk a lot in EOS and here at the Greenhouse about delegating and elevating. So if you've got somebody that you want to bring up to another level, having those items in your job description that are very well laid out makes it so much easier to pass that task off to somebody else because you've already got the steps written down. And even, you know, just recently at our workshop that we did the other, the other day where we talked about, even if you are a person, a company of one, right, still write down what your processes are and what you're doing, because eventually then when you grow, you already have it in writing and you can share that with the people that you're bringing on instead of in the midst of hiring somebody and trying to train them. Now you are, are writing what they're supposed to do as you're explaining it to them. So those are, those are the two biggest benefits of being able to have that already written down. It's not anything that you should ever, you know, guard out of fear that somebody's going to take it over and do it better. It should always be out of a, a spot of elevating yourself and kind of passing that down and making it easier for yourself to to take on new and different things. When you have it in front of you, it creates so much more clarity for yourself because you're not thinking inside your head every time you're doing something like, is this the right thing I should be doing? Is this applicable to my job? It allows you to be like, hey, I'm thinking about st- starting to do this thing as well, kind of as an ancillary thing to what I, my other jobs are. What, are. what does the organization think about that? If they like it, you can run with it. If they don't, you can adjust and find other things that might work better. So I, I see it that way, but there's a lot of people who kind of get worried a little bit, but I think your points are hugely valid. Yes, and the clarity piece is, is 100% valid because obviously you and I have both been here now a little over a year. There's a reason why we didn't take on job manuals right away when we started, because when we were in months one, two, and three, did we really even know what our daily, monthly, you know, annual tasks were? Absolutely not. We were still figuring things out. Now we've got a little bit more clarity on what our role is and what are the important things that we need to do 
daily, monthly, weekly, whatever, to make sure that we're achieving our goals and those expectations that have been set. So it absolutely helps with clarity in the process of sitting down and trying to write a job manual. When you think about what do, what do I do every day, right? That's kind of a, a weird question to ask yourself and to think back, like, what am I doing? What are the things that are important to be done? It just, it does. It really helps clarify, solidify what it is that you're doing and are you on the right track? can be hugely beneficial going forward just into the workforce and generations that are coming behind us. Like you have to have all that stuff written out. A lot of companies we talk with on the exit succession side, like they don't have some of these things figured out as well. So the faster you can get these things delegated and uh, created, the better off you're going to be. But I was going to ask one question is how, how are these a little bit different from like we recently are creating our core processes as well. How is like a job manual different from the core processes that we're developing? So core processes focus specifically on the company overall. What are the main things that are important for the company to have documented because they're crucial to, you know, our our vision, our mission, what we're trying to accomplish, right? So we've got core processes around our client relations, around business development, around marketing, right? Those are more themes or pillars of the company. A job manual is going to be specific to the people that are doing those jobs, right? So we had quite a few core processes where we had multiple people that were in charge of helping to write those because, for instance, you might take, you know, steps one through three of a core process and then hand it off to me when it is a client, when they're starting, they work with you in that business development stage, and then they come through me in that client liaison operation stage. Uh, So there might be more than one person involved on a core process. Whereas with a job manual, you are specifically writing, these are the things that I am in charge of. These are the things that I need to see through, make sure they're completed, I'm accountable for. So it's a lot more specific to the role and the seat versus the overall process. So would it be safe to say that the job manuals will have the to-dos that are inside of a core process, basically? Absolutely. Okay. Um, Another thing is, you know, a core process, Patrick really stresses that it's 20% of the information that you need to get someone 80% of the way there. So you're documenting the bare bones, essentially, where someone can say, okay, how to send out a newsletter, right? Here's our login information. We've got a template saved. This is how we put stuff in and how we send it out, right? Very basic steps that hopefully somebody could figure out as they need to do it. Whereas in Mackenzie's job manual, she's going to have detailed information about what is included in a newsletter every month, how to hyperlink, how to upload videos, just how specifically we do things. So a job manual is much more that 80 to 100% of the way to do a certain task. Well, that's some fantastic information and very good clarity on the difference between those two. So I appreciate your insight on all those. If you guys have any questions or want to connect with Allison, like she said, she's trying to connect with different directors of operations as well, uh, just to get some knowledge base between each other and see what things you guys can learn from each other. If you're interested in connecting, uh, reach out to her, check her out on growingforsuccess.com. And also you can connect with her on LinkedIn as well. Otherwise, uh, keep on growing everyone and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Growing for Success podcast powered by The Greenhouse. Connect with us at growingforsuccess.com and subscribe to the podcast with new episodes every week. Let's grow.